0: Let's do it. So, everyone, thanks. This is LD Shiv and myself are going to start hosting spaces/slash releasing them on podcast platforms. So, welcome to Diamond Hands. Uh, our first guest, obviously, is Dee's, who I don't think needs an introduction. But before we get into Dee's, LD and Shiv, uh, if you guys want to just give a quick intro
1: on on yourself, sure. I'm LD. <laughs> Man, uh, that's pretty much it. What do you want to know, Dale? How I got here?
0: No, I think let's just leave it at LD. It's all I like
1: need. it. I mean, it's pretty much my profile at, at this point. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here.
2: Sure. Man, I, I, I can't. I can't say more than I'm Shiv now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm stuck. I'm stuck. Um, no, I've been in. I've been in the NFT since. Uh, 2017 built Block Party, it was, which was an NFT ticketing company, and now now building Moonwalk, which is an NFT utility company. Um, yeah, that's about it. Cool. Well, these, um,
3: you want to just give a quick intro on yourself as well? Yeah, I just think it's funny. There's a a bunch of people in here who probably don't know LD or haven't seen him around Twitter for years. And they're just like, the fuck is this guy saying that he's LD? (laughs) Get used to it. You can't spell Dale without LD. That's right. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know what my backstory is anymore. Uh, I was a degenerate stoner video game person who stumbled into crypto and then... uh, Thought he was a genius, thought he was an idiot, and now thinks he's a genius again. So, I don't know. I'm probably well on my way of making myself look like an idiot. And uh,
1: it's yeah, we're on right?
3: vibing, host a bunch of Twitter spaces, like to hear people's stories and experiences because we don't really leave Ohio.
0: Let's talk these um... – Tell I I and I, I we can talk about this because you've tweeted about it before, but I think it's you know and yesterday two days ago actually was our year anniversary of this Dee's where um, people that don't know one I, I don't even know how it started we Dee's and I were were chatting often like I don't know I probably talked to Dee's more than I did my own wife at the time, and we just manifested. The last year of
3: just winning and vibing, right?
0: Like I mean, we it had... started
3: out, yeah, <laughs> super like mimi and small, like aspirations weren't insanely high. Just uh, we knew that it was going to be a good year if we stuck around, and a good
0: year it has been. Like we uh, we had just come off the Yanni rug where I don't, I don't even know how much I lost on that, but it, it was a big blow. And the thing about that was there was a group on Telegram that would find these coins. They would either pump or they would rug, essentially, or, or both. And so we would get into There was Telegrams. a 10X or a
3: rug, like no in-between. Yeah,
0: yeah. And we, get, we would get into these Telegram groups, and we would essentially like damn near take them over. I got I got in that we got in that one and I got made community manager. We got him to change the logo. And like these should all be signs, right? Like we shouldn't Oh, we that. learned we learned. Yeah, we should have known that this was going to be a rug when the dev is letting us change the logo and making me community manager. So I got made community manager at midnight. I fell asleep. I wake up at like 2:30 to Prince calling me saying, Dale, you need to wake up." the deb- yanni rugged and everyone thinks you're behind it everyone thinks you're a scammer so i freaking wake up and get in and i mean i had like death threat messages from people and then i was just like and i think you were up right, still and i had an i was definitely like, still up i'm like i'm this is it i'm done and naturally you walked me off the ledge like you had done many times And kind of just locked it in. That was when then Messiah emailed or pinged me and messaged me and was like, you need to stop chasing pumps, right? Like get into good projects and just essentially vibe. And it worked. He's right. Like I said on crypto street once and I'll I'll say it again because it's very, and I don't know if I said, someone said on crypto street, as soon as you stop trying to get rich quick, you will quickly get rich. So, it's a really, run. really good. Product.
2: I like that. I like that. And it's so
0: true. Like over the last three months with Avax, like I wasn't trying to make a lot of money. I mean, I was obviously, but like I wasn't entering scam projects. I just bought and, like D says, I just bought and vibed, and here we are today.
3: So, it was, it's it's quite quite the deal. A year later, it's been a year. Does it seem like a year? No, no, it feels like it's been, like, simultaneously about five weeks and five years, but it doesn't feel like it's only been.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's so true.
3: That's so true.
2: It's funny.
3: I think because we reinforced it so often, it feels like it's only been a couple of weeks because, like, every day we're talking to each other uh, about not just, like, it's our year, but literally about anything. Um, we're just you know bullshitting as the ebb and flow of the market happens and fixing
0: your gutters i mean yeah i mean like
3: dale is kind of like almost my dad in a way where if shit (laughs) happens at my house i send a picture to dale and i'm like yo like plane's clogged what do we do uh (laughs) dale this gutter blew off the side of the house at like 2 a.m and uh here's a picture of the roof like do you know where this went yeah, That's and like, I, I was like, okay,
0: actually, go back to the front of the house and take another picture. I think I know where it's at.
3: And then, yep, sure enough, there it was. Dale is it. quite the handyman.
1: I don't know about that. Yeah, for the people who no, are out there,
3: like Dale's house renovations, top notch. Like,
1: yeah, for sure.
3: If Dale was a Coin trader, like he could definitely be. I've not seen it. I don't Dale. know. Like the thing you is, you got to show him Dale.
0: I will. I'll show everybody. The, (laughs) my buddy just, I just had a buddy move back to town and he has seen what I've done on my house and was just like, Hey, can I hire you to lay (laughs) tile in my kitchen? And, and I was like, no, you can't hire me. I will do it for free. And the only reason I'll do it for free is because if I fuck something up, I can say, Hey, you're not paying me. So fuck off. Like this is for free. You, you get what you pay for. Then I kind of
3: have my back covered. So, I would just be like, no, absolutely not. I number one don't have the time, and number two, I will absolutely fuck it up. Well, it's like if I head into
0: it with the expectation that that's gonna happen, then you know, when it does, because yeah, I'm I'm not a contractor, I basically how I've gotten handy is I have people that are handy in my life I ask them to show me how to do it and then I just repeat what they do so if I get to something that's not textbook then I'm totally fucked
3: because I don't know what to do
1: YouTube just watch a YouTube video
3: I know that's what needs that's, to happen that's life's answer to every problem Absolutely. Uh, uh, you don't know how to do it well watch a YouTube video and somebody will in 4k <laughs> crystal clear HD <laughs> we'll walk you through it That's so true. Everything
2: that you've done has been solved.
0: Yeah, right? So, I'm going to... What happens if I go on YouTube and I type in what's going to be the next big NFT?
1: Let's see what it comes up with.
3: Oh, you're going to get some good hits. Maybe a Bat Boy drop.
1: Deez, do you have a YouTube channel?
3: No. What are you waiting on? I don't know, dude. I need need to know
1: the next whatever NFT. I have
3: a podcast network i guess but it's really just recorded spaces right um but i don't have any like video content to put out the new thing is that you can take the twitter recorded podcast and it is a recording of the screen and speakers and pin stage and everything so like if you wanted to put that on youtube people could see as the speaker cycle Mm -hmm. um i don't think that's so exciting as to spend time uploading it but maybe I'm wrong there
2: that's cool I like that I mean I miss most of my most of the spaces in the day because I'm doing something else but I'd love to hear some of that stuff
1: Deez can I tell you about a problem I'm having absolutely I've got about 10 wallets full of really trash NFTs wow what do I do how do I get rid of them who lose, wants to buy them
3: send use. them to the burn address and count it as a, a tax loss
1: that's a good idea
3: i don't know i don't yeah, know yeah i've I've had, <laughs> I've had terrible luck with
1: nfts i just have a bunch of crap
3: don't have the taste i
1: guess not
3: you didn't like the cats <laughs>
1: i mean i no
3: no <laughs> <laughs> no, no. no.
1: <laughs> i did have some penguins i
3: had the penguins that did all right what's been your like um Biggest surprise since you got in the NFT space?
1: I don't even consider myself being in the NFT space because, like I said, everything I have is just shit. I hate it. <laughs> just absolutely hate it.
3: Were <laughs> you not in it for the art? No. <laughs> Who's in it? Who's
1: in it for the art? Are you in it for the art,
3: D's? That's if I wasn't that's... in it for the art, I wouldn't have been able to hold a lot of this stuff. Up, yeah, right. Uh, a lot of this, like, I would have sold my punk. 150 eth and been like fuck yeah right or i would have sold squiggles while well, i did what's I your more. no go ahead i would have sold more like art blocks and squiggles when they were between like one and five ETH rather than holding them
1: sure have you always been into art like
3: are you an artist no fuck own? no i only okay. got into to art because of nfts um, okay basically i was just playing a bunch of video games and trading items in video games okay and um uh, that kind of skill set taught me what I needed to trade NFTs. Mm-hmm. And okay, once I started buying stuff, I just started buying stuff with like the idea in mind of what I put this in my gallery or not. And that's kind of been one of the tests I, I do before aping into stuff. I definitely have garbage that like I would never put in a gallery too. Like I mentioned yeah. polymorphs and other shit, but I didn't mint a lot. Um, uh, compared to the other people I know like I was really really conservative about what I minted
1: yeah everything I've minted has just just been terrible
3: (laughs) so there's a new opportunity to mint something every day and I'm not making enough ETH to justify this like everything so I was just really like anal about talking to the team and making sure i knew who was behind the project and then oh wow if they passed the vibe check after like coming on a twitter space then i would buy their project but if they weren't even willing to talk to me or i didn't know who they were i'd mostly avoided their project right on
1: it never occurred to me to talk to somebody about it
3: (laughs) dude you we're in a space where like if someone is doing a project you can dm them and be like hey we do these spaces we get like 100 to 300 people sometimes more to come on and talk about this stuff like would you be willing to and if they're not that's kind of a red flag it's like oh okay like you don't want to give yourself exposure to a good audience in the space like that's interesting
1: yeah so being a part of the nft space has it made you have you broadened your horizons and gotten into real life art, like in physical art and galleries and, and things?
3: Yes, I haven't gone to as many galleries, but it definitely broadened my horizons in terms of like genres of art. Yeah. Um, when I first started buying NFTs, I was just buying Pepe memes. They were like these crude, different style, mostly 2D mm-hmm. pep, Pepe riffs on like culture and then i bought punks and then art blocks and then after that i started collecting photography um started talking to a guy named justin Aversano. he's a pretty big photographer in the nft space and i started realizing that like oh wow there's a lot going on in photography that i didn't really ever think about scrolling instagram or reddit or any other place i saw photos um So then I got kind of like into the story of NFTs and the story (laughs) behind not only the photography pieces, but the animated, like psychedelic stuff I was buying Um, and the Pepe art, I guess. Like I talked to that artist a lot more after getting into photography and other NFTs. But um, yeah, in general, I just got into art because they are NFTs. Like if they weren't digital, I would not have gotten into this. I wouldn't have put the effort into it.
1: Right on. One more question for me, and then I'll stop hogging the mic here. I'm curious, um, like aesthetically speaking, what's your favorite NFT in your wallet? What do you just love to look at? I, I like going into um It could be a project, too, if you don't want to pick like a single piece. Like what's a project that you just really love?
3: I mean, that, I guess that's a different answer. Like the project cool. I always go back to is the punks. I love looking at my punks. They they make me so happy. Yeah. Um, but in terms of like one on one art in my gallery, um, there's this custom piece that Alpha Centauri kid made for ice bags with me, where it's like animated in the uh kind of fast paced, glitchy, kind of X copy style. Um that piece along with like a wall of killer acids make me the most happy in the gallery. <laughs> That's cool. I gotta say,
0: I enjoy looking at your punks. These. (laughs) I
3: I think this is a good time to bring up the cowboy. I tried to give you, Dale. Uh, I was like, Dale, I bought this punk for eighty. It's cowboy albino. This is you. I'll give it to you for eighty, and you're like, Nah, I can't. Fuck this thing. I don't want your punk. Yeah. Well, then I messed. When was that?
2: When was that, Dale?
3: January.
2: Yeah. My God. And then I
0: messaged him a couple of weeks ago and be like, hey, you uh, still got that punk for 80.
2: <laughs> so what, were, what was the, were you, you're talking about the punks being about the art, but were you looking at them, you know, the value appreciating and, and thinking about the potential upside
3: as well? Or what, oh, absolutely. i mean. I, I love the aesthetic of the punks, but the reason that I was so bullish on them was um, I kind of thought of them, I don't know if you've ever played RuneScape, but there's these items in RuneScape called Party Hats, and they came out in 2002, and they're the yep. most valuable items in the game, and there was never more than like what came out in 2002. Um, so I looked at punks as like the equivalent of Party Hats, but for Ethereum and like maybe NFTs in general. So I thought, like, okay, as long as people make crypto wealth from Ethereum, then like they're gonna want to spend that on uh, crypto native assets. And punks seemed like a likely candidate. There's ten thousand of them. It's enough that you can get like a big enough um, collector base to pump them, or like I don't say pump them, but like spread the narrative or evangelize them. Um, And they also had such like a good simple aesthetic to them that I really. I don't know, like, I feel like there's something special about them, and I could just be, like, super biased now that I've punk-pilled myself for the last year. But uh, I just feel like there's something about the art where it's so simple, but it's also better than, like, 95% or more of the new projects that come out every day.
2: Yeah, and there's so many derivatives that have come out of it. It just seems that there's such a a natural aesthetic interest in what what they look like and, you know, what you can do with them that I... Uh, did you did you always think that um, – at what point did you think that they were going to become, you know, the, the what they are now? Like, did you think that from the beginning when you started buying them?
3: I would say it didn't fully dawn on me until January when I, like, sold all my DeFi coins. I had some sushi and I even had, like, a couple Bitcoin left over. I, I sold all of it and just put it into Punks. Um, And just started like flipping punks with all the capital I had because I was really confident in them. It took me from probably September to January to come around that much. Uh, I had a good friend telling me in September that I needed to buy a zombie punk and I didn't listen to him. And like that was like probably my biggest regret with punks where like I could have bought a zombie for 20 or 30 ETH and uh, it would have been a big bet at the time, but I could have still made it. But I was so risk averse that. I was not willing to do it at the time.
2: Wow. I remember, yeah, I remember that time. When, I mean, there was, a, there was a moment in July when 4156 teased the idea of a big player coming in and sweeping the floor and doubling the price. And, and I remember seeing that the volume after that just started picking up the trading volume where people were buying and just buying ahead of that before. I think the, the, the floor was at around. 40th or maybe a little bit less at the time before it hit before it hit the 31st and then it doubled at 80 and then it hasn't you know really gone below 100 uh you know on on average since then so but you were you were really active it seemed really coming yeah. big um, i mean did you was that the trigger where you thought that You know, this is actually gonna happen, you know, that four one five six is coming.
3: Um I would say the time it set in for me was a bit before four one five six. It was probably around the first time um punks went to Christie's and then I thought to myself, like, wow, this went from being something obscure when I got into six months later being you know, going to the biggest auction house for art in the world. And that was when it really validated to me that okay, these might be worth um, more than I thought they were in the beginning. I mean, these
2: have. I mean, would you say that punks have kind of been the the NFTs that have changed changed you the most in terms of you know value, you know, everything that you're doing, or is it was it DeFi before that?
3: No, I mean it's. Just from a, a wealth perspective, I guess it's been NFTs more than DeFi. DeFi helped me multiply a small stack very quickly. Um, but then I needed a bigger place to make bets. And I'm pretty paper-handed with tokens. I'm one of those people who like looks at Xerion way too much and gets in my own head with charts and makes short-term decisions I don't need to make because I'm bored and anxious. Uh, but NFTs felt more like a video game me so i would say that um transitioning my bets basically to nfts was because of punks and the time i spent in the punks discord um and probably from like an roi perspective punks art blocks and pegs would be the biggest winners i had but i would have never found anything if it wasn't for punks like i found art blocks because of the punks discord um snowfro the guy who founded art Blocks, is an og punk claimer and was selling zombies to fund the creation of art Blocks. and he was always in the chat being super helpful to everybody and like literally being the nicest guy in the chat so when he was like hey we're gonna go do art Blocks and i'm making squiggles everybody in the punk's chat who spent time there was like okay it's a no-brainer to go mint these because art Artbox is cool. Snowfro's is a nice guy. Like these are thirty bucks or whatever. Fuck it. And it was kind of like that catalyst of following the people I knew from the punks crowd to different projects that really uh, helped me become what the fuck I am. I guess (laughs) whatever I am now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Um, it was amazing. I mean, just seeing that run.
2: uh, You know, I I was trying to buy in July. I was talking to Cowboy uh, and just was a couple of days late. And, I, and there's probably tons of people on you know in the community who who say the same thing or something similar. They like they were just about to buy one or wanted to buy one and then you know got priced out. But, you know, what a what a run they've had. And they've even dragged up the apes. I mean, I think the apes wouldn't be where they were if there wasn't, you know, a margin that the punks, you know, had above them. So I think I think it's really helped Pull up the whole community um, in a certain way. Yeah, I, I fortunately got into apes, so I think that was a helpful thing. But definitely not punks. What'd you get into though?
0: Neither, because I'm a loser. Um, I could have got into apes, or I mean, to, to punks, obviously, like these alluded to earlier. But you know, I just I feel like everyone, you know, with NFTs in particular. Then, if you're new, I feel like you have that period where you're like, you know, the you're with the right-click save mob where you're like, oh, why would I buy this? You know, you don't really understand it, so you're ignorant to it essentially, right? So that was where I was at first. I was like, <laughs> and these would probably punch me in the face, but I was like, ah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. And then I'd have to live with regret for the rest of my life. But um yeah, my biggest <laughs> been, and I know these these would. Made fun of me for it. Um, I sent him my fast food punk collection once and he <laughs> replied, all he replied was nice. <laughs> so I was like, Ah, oh, yeah, I knew. I it was like, you know, when you're a kid and you and you really fucked up and you're going home to tell your parents about it, that was kind of how I felt. But <laughs> I worked well out for on you fast though, fast
3: food punks, dude. What yeah. hell? Like, that was you flipped a big fast work. food punk for more than I flipped a lot of punks for,
0: yeah, and you know, like. Back to what Deez was saying earlier about, you know, with, with LD about liking the art. You know, that was – I looked at – when I saw these, I was just – I looked at them and I was just like, look, you know, I miss punks. I I think, you know, to me, a punk, it's I, – I agree with Deez. It's just aesthetically pleasing to look at. Like, I don't know what it is. I just like them, right? So I was like, uh, you know, A, I like the punks, and B, you, you have that fast food McDonald's meme that's huge in crypto. So I thought, eh. If I get stuck with these, it was twenty dollars. It was a point zero one ETH at the time I bought them. I'm like, I bought ten or eleven, and I thought, look, if, if it if I get stuck with these for the rest of my life, big deal because they're you know they're cool. I like them, and so, so then I did that, and I I had put a sale on sixty six ETH on on an Alien, fast food Alien, and I was on vacation with my wife, and all of a sudden my phone just starts blowing up. And I'm like, and you know, we're about ready to go to bed, and my phone's on, you know, dinging left and right. And all of a sudden, I open up my phone, and I was just like, everyone's like, congrats, and tagging me. And I'm like, what? What? Congrats. Yeah, they're like, what's everyone congratulating me for? And I, all of a sudden, I see an incoming transaction on my MetaMask, and I'm like, holy fuck, that alien sold. So, it was it was fun. It was crazy.
3: How much did the alien sell for? Like fifty. ETH? Sixty six. Sixty six, dude.
0: Bought it for point oh one, sold it for sixty six.
3: Might be a better ROI than any trade I've had.
0: Um, I I so I've played some good trades on the Avalanche network. Um, other but that's what fun you know essentially that's what funded that. So it all boils down to that that fast food punk selling, but.
3: And you yeah. never know, like, you didn't know when you were buying it that it was going to go up to 60 E. like, you're just like, oh, that's a funny meme. Yeah, I
0: wasn't, like, trying to flip it. I mean, obviously, I w- would have. You buy with a 10 of someday, maybe it being rare, but I thought, ah, eh, if it never sells, I've, you know, I've definitely bought how many countless rugs where I lost more than $20 on. So I thought, eh,
2: it'll just sit forever. I'm I'm fine with that. And then that happened. But you would like, the one you were the one guy I saw with the fast food punk. I'd, I'd never saw anyone else with And it, it felt like, you know, where you see that with that video is that there's one guy at a music festival dancing on the hill by himself. And then a second guy comes to join him. And then a girl comes to join. And then all of a sudden there's a massive crowd of people dancing around him. But you felt like that one guy, like the first guy on the hill kind of just dancing on his own to the fast food punks tune. And then it, it, it slowly captured momentum after your aliens thing. I even bought one for a little bit and flipped it, but I didn't think uh, I didn't really think it was going to catch on like it did.
0: Yeah, it. I mean, it went absolutely bananas.
2: I I bought.
0: I, it was cool because the de, the creator. Um, I don't. He's overseas somewhere, not in the U.S. So I bought ten or eleven of them. I can't remember. I was the first one to buy, and he tweets out when he woke up that. He's like, holy cow, is this happening or something? So it's pretty cool to see that, you know, and then, um, yeah, I don't know. It just took off. I was getting hit up by everybody, you know, is this something I should buy into once it, like, got got going. And, you know, I OTC'd a bunch to Rookie XVT, uh, OTC'd some to Birch, and, uh, you know, just some other people, and it was – like I, I mean, I legit felt like I was on top of the world at the time. It was it was pretty surreal and, and cool to really see that take off. But these, where do you you know? I, I don't know if NFT market kind of seems kind of just slowed a little bit, which you know I think is can can be t- due to you know the the coins pumping for lack of a better word. I'm, I'm sure someone's gonna meme the shit out of that, but. Where do you see NFTs going and you know next year? Uh where do you think we sit from a year from now?
3: It's tough. I'm like still scarred from twenty eighteen. Totally. So I'm like super pessimistic. You know, I have tax money on the sideline. I'm like actively thinking about dumping more. Uh like I still wanna sell like, you know, another twenty five percent of my shit. Um, so I'm like paranoid, but I think that's because of the place I'm in. Um, I don't know what the actual like probabilities of the market going to shit are. I'm just preparing for that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm literally just scarred from like 2018 and I'm not going to make the same mistake I did did back then. Um, (laughs) like that's my number one thing. It's like, okay, I, I can't round trip orders the magnitude of net worth again.
0: I mean, I totally agree with that and like, you know, they say mistakes you learn from your mistakes and yeah, I lost a lot in that 2018 and I'm down it's it's you know, what's weird about crypto is and I don't mean to sound ignorant and I hope people don't think I'm I'm an ignorant douchebag because I'm really not, but You know, the whole net worth and the numbers thing since being in crypto has really made me numb to money. Like, would you guys agree?
3: Yeah.
1: Uh,
3: Sure. Outside of, like, being numb to money, it's also made me be willing to, like, spend more on uh, comfort and experience in real life because I am less attached to it now.
1: Yeah. That comes from a
3: place of privilege. Like, I'm saying that now is... Someone who is where I'm at, and I'm not like where I was last year, where that 100 ETH needed to really be something more. Um, Yeah, yeah. So funny though. Do you find that?
2: I mean, with ETH versus USD, I mean, I I look at something that's 0.05 ETH, and I'm like, yeah, no worries. But you know, I to spend. More than a hundred dollars on a pair of shoes, or forty dollars on an Uber Eats. You know, it, it makes me cringe, and I, I still don't. I still think that there's this numbness that is really bifurcated. Like the online world, I'm still conservative, but in, in the metaverse, and I can, I can just unleash, eth like it's nothing. It's it's really weird.
3: I would say like the last four months I've really changed on that I would say I used to be like that and I'm not anymore especially when it comes to food and like taking friends out for dinners or doing more like I don't know nice things I, I don't I, I think of it like gas fees now like oh I want to Uber and it's going to cost me $50 um, okay like if I wanted to buy something on OpenSea it would cost me 100 just in gas so, I when I think of things like that, it really puts it in a perspective, um, and I'm more willing to spend on the real life activity or thing.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's it's
3: something that
2: I'm I'm sort of starting to get familiar with, but it's still it's still a mental <laughs> a mental block spending cash for some reason versus Eve. what I'm mean, speaking of it, uh, online. Like, how did you? I saw your when you were coming to NFT NYC. Um, you know, you got you kind of got dressed up like your punk, and what <laughs> you know that was cool. I mean, like wearing the three D glasses and the hoodie and the pipe—that was fun. Um, what was the what was the vibe like? How did you feel with or you know with being online versus meeting people in real life? And what was the impetus for dressing up like your punk? I mean. I'd love to hear more about that.
3: Yeah, it was mostly just so people would know what I looked like. And it's also a really low effort thing to do, right? Like you can order 50 pairs of 3D glasses for like 20 bucks on Amazon and buy a pipe for 20 bucks. And now, boom, you have, a, I already have a bunch of hoodies. So it was just more like a fun thing to do that was relatively low effort. Um meeting people in person was interesting. Um, I had met like friends on low key trips, you know, might go to Vegas with blockhead or M- Miami with ice bags and so and Jay and a few other people, but never a big event with a bunch of people, especially not an event where people know who I am, but I don't know who they are. That That's a really weird thing for me. Um, and it kind of made me realize, like, why I like being pseudo-anonymous so much. Um, but, yeah, I, I would say that it surprised me having to meet people who knew me who I had no idea who they were. Like, that was just it's a whole foreign concept to me.
2: Yeah. It, it was also interesting, and it's it's interesting you say that, that, you know, you walk into a room and... You know, these these might be people you interact with on Twitter or Discord all day, and you have no idea what they look like in real life. Uh, and it feels, you know, that there's a, there's a a real divide between, you know, the online world and and in real life when it comes to, particularly anons and NFT, you know, avatars. It's I, I found it really, I found it really strange because I mean, I, I'd bump into someone no idea who they are. And then I look down and it's like, oh, I, I DM you on Twitter. <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, how did, uh, we've been talking for months and, you know, I just, I look at them oddly because uh, I've never, you know, met them in real life. Um, that was an interesting experience That that I think it's representative of, you know, what could happen more in the future when things become more online, more metaverse and less in
3: real life. Yeah, I think going back, just like, holy shit, I just lost my complete train of thought. Like, <laughs> I read a message and had a complete train of thought, lost it. Um, one sec. Fuck, yeah, it's gone. That was it. It was there. It was right there, and now I lost it. <laughs> so, LD,
2: bring it back, man. Work your magic, LD.
1: Work some magic. Let's see what I got. There's a uh some kind of art show in Miami soon, yeah.
3: NFT show. It's a mixture of NFTs and traditional art. It's a big traditional art festival that is now uh being what's the right word? Invaded by mm. NFT. Right on. Are you going? Yeah, yeah, I'll be there for about a week. Um, you wanna you wanna hang out? Yeah, are you going to be there?
1: <sighs> Maybe if you are.
3: <laughs> Dude, I'm going to be on uh, South Beach, I guess. I, I've never been to Miami. It's the first time. So.
1: Oh, right on. I've only going been a couple to,
3: of times. Going to stay somewhere really close to the beach so that uh, the wife can just ignore the NFT festivities and go to the beach. Sure.
1: So is it like a, a conference? You're going to buy a ticket and attend? Or I haven't
3: it... bought any tickets Um, I'm not the best at, like, planning an itinerary. I typically just show up and follow what the people in these group chats I'm in are doing. Mm, Okay. Um, I'm a very poor planner. Like, I'll put things on the calendar, and then if I get there, I get there, and if I don't, I don't. (laughs) Uh, It's a good way to do it. But I try not to have, like, any plan for these events. That way, I can just do whatever, go with the flow.
1: Yeah. Is there anything specific happening there that you absolutely want to see be a part of?
3: There's a few parties. Um, I have to check mm, my calendar. Let's like, hear about those. Like Tell me about the three, parties. Two or three nights of, of good parties that I, I yeah. don't want to miss, and I'm going to miss a good meal with Osha, uh, not Oshani. Uh, friends with you. I, I fucked up my ticket and didn't realize that there was stuff going on beforehand. And apparently, there's like this NFT Basel event. Mm-hmm. um and you know some events before that which i can't stay for longer than a week uh i feel like NFT NYC kind of killed me being there for a week and to do a you know multiple like eight ten day thing I, i'll probably die um, <laughs> i have no restraint while i'm out, yeah. like doing things because i'm like oh i'm here may as well just you know be here and uh it leads to some interesting events. I'm sure. It's fun though. It's always fun. Dale,
1: that sounds like something you and I should get into.
3: Yeah, yeah. I think we'll have a lot of fun, LD. I'll look into
1: it. Thanks, D's.
0: LD, remember when we went to Philly in 18? I'll,
1: I'll never forget it.
0: So we were sitting there. Funny, <laughs> funny story here. We were all. It was LD, Whale, Prince, myself, and then Colleen and um, Pittsburgh. We were all in the casino. We had just gotten back from like the the speaker dinner. And we're just sitting around drinking beer and, and we're like, God, how great would it be if we had a cigar right now? And so all of a sudden, like, I don't know if you guys know Colleen Crypto, who she is. Um, but anyways, she was a, she's a straight up G and we all go back with her. But so all of a sudden she just gets up and we thought we think she's like going to get a beer. And then she comes back an hour later with cigars.
1: She was good so, like that, yeah. So that's brought beer back too.
0: Yeah, brought beer back. Pittsburgh saved our life. So that was that's how we roll. So maybe we should look into this Miami thing.
1: LD. Yeah, yeah, I'm willing to do it. It's not too far. It's far for you, not too far for me. Just
0: a plane, just a hop away.
2: Yeah,
1: let's do it. Shiv, you want to do it? I'm doing it. You're doing it. You're you're already there? I'm in.
2: I'm in. Yeah, I'm going to get there on Tuesday. And I'll pop into that NFT Basel conference uh, for a little bit. I only get there in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. And then Wednesday, I don't really know what's going on. I'm just going to play it by ear. But Thursday, there's uh, Matt Medved's organizing a party that that should be good. Uh, It's called nft now and Christie's are doing something um and then i'm leaving on friday so um, she, yeah, no, the, med, the Medved
3: party is definitely one that's on my list um, right. i feel like there's a couple that he might actually be at djing but oh
2: yeah
1: what else is... what so shiv you sh- well, if, if, if you're if you're already in then i think dale and i are in too yeah, We yeah. have we almost have i mean i i know can't break up the trio we just got started
2: i think we need to make it happen and i like
1: i like this plan party,
2: party with these at nft yeah, yeah yeah
1: i like it when is it happening oh, beginning of uh december
2: yeah it, yeah you could fly down maybe wednesday or drive down uh wednesday or maybe even thursday morning are you staying around for the
3: weekend D's? Yeah, I'm going back on Monday after the weekend.
2: Okay. I was talking to Vlad Ginsberg and at Block Party and he was telling me that Art Basel usually ends by Friday. So I booked my return trip on Friday and then Marguerite de DeCorsell invited to me a party me to a party on Friday night and then there's another party on Saturday and so I've kinda just blew it. Um, I blew the whole weekend plan. So I might change it. I might change it to stick around until the weekend.
1: Change it. I say change it.
2: You hear how (laughs) big of a boomer I am.
0: I'd been calling it Art Basil. (laughs) You're right, though. It's like a space. Like the spice, like these said. That's (laughs) how big of a boomer slash hillbilly hick I am. I don't know. That could be the right way to say it. I don't know. Yeah. The one quick question I want to ask you before we wrap up here, and you kind of you kind of talked about it earlier, and I think personally, this is probably where I'm the most bullish on NFTs. Is you know, I and I say this loosely because you know, like real life photography. Where do you see that playing out as far as NFTs go? I mean, it's already kind of
3: it's already there. I don't know. I think it kind of leads um, by example for like any niche or genre to build exclusive platforms for themselves. Like photography right now, we're just now seeing Quantum, Sloika, and a few other platforms that are, I don't want to call it like boutique, but they're just meant for photography. Um, and it's a little more curated. And I think we might see other platforms for other niches of art that aren't photography pop up after if this um, is successful for the photography genre. I don't really know. Like I, I got into it honestly, cause I like the stories and like my wife likes hanging it up in the house. So it was a compromise of, Oh, I can buy these NFTs, get good physicals in the house, make the wife happy and enjoy it in the process and sometimes get big wins. Like really checked all the boxes. Um, so i it just kind of stumbled into it. It wasn't planned or thought about or really like a a long thought provoking thesis. It was just like, "Oh, this is good. I'll do it and see what happens."
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure i I hold a couple because we were chatting once, and my dad um, my dad was big into photography, and so like my mom and this is probably going to mark the top, but my mom really wants me to like upload. So he passed away from cancer and my mom really wants me to upload like a lot of a bunch of his photography and then um, sell them as NFTs. And then she wants to donate some of the money to cancer research or to the hospital where he, he got his treatment. It's just, I've just been so busy. I need to really make that a priority. But um, yeah, I think it's cool. And I think there's a place for it. So I think that might, I don't know. I don't know, I'm rambling. But I think it's pretty awesome.
2: It was a nice switch or respite from the PFP overload, I think, photography. So I think it's it's nice to see it again. It's nice to see one of ones again, just to break the monotony. But yeah, I think it's good. It's good to have balance. Yeah balancing the force of nfts
0: okay D's one last question are
3: pfps dead i don't think they're dead um i don't think they're like thriving or in a bull market but i, I don't think PFPs are dead i think there's always going to be a desire for both the gambling and the community aspect of them um I'm not making many bets on PFPs right now, especially not new ones, but I will be minting um, the event sevenfold Death that, Bats. No, I can say it. No. Um kidding. <laughs> I, It's like they're they're taking the V friends model of utility and baking it into the Event Sevenfold fan ecosystem. So, you know, you might be able to like get guitar lessons with Sinister Gates or go golfing with um the band or you know go fucking i i forget the all the examples they gave me but there's a bunch of like utility access stuff related to the band that i think will be cool for their fans and really it just gets me excited to see other people copy it and like you know maybe your favorite band or favorite group of entertainers or creators or whatever like you can just into their projects someday and support them and get to meet them and do cool things yeah i think the keys to these projects is the
0: community um obviously but anyways everybody
3: has to care and like what? talk about it and evangelize it yeah i agree that's what punks taught me it's like there were things that were earlier than punks that didn't survive or didn't have community around them and punks always had this core community of people who talked about punks and, you know, it's kind of like Bitcoin in a way where Bitcoin had the core community of people back in the day who spread the word of it and evangelized it. Yeah. right. well, I told you an hour, so we're approaching that.
0: So, thank you very much for your time and your story and for being one of, you know, the, the people that have made it per se and are still down to earth, and chill as fuck, and just all around a good dude,
1: so thank you for your time. Thanks, D's.
3: Yeah. I think, like, it's hard not to be chill if you, like, make it, and then you lose it, and then you have to, like, make it again, and then you're like, all right, that that's really humbling.
0: Yeah, for real. I, I think most
3: people on Crypto Twitter are like that. Like, everyone has, like, their first cycle they fucked up. And then their second cycle, they nailed it or did better. And then their third cycle, like how many accounts are now on their third cycle and aren't up an uh, order of magnitude from where they started? Like very, very few. And I feel bad for them. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, just survive in this space for sure.
0: Preserve capital. Yeah. We'll manage see. your risk. All right. Thanks for listening to Diamond Hands, y'all. Thanks to these again um have a good thanksgiving everybody and take care we'll talk to you guys later
3: i'm gonna dm you about thanksgiving sides dale We should, oh missed <laughs> missed the whole conversation we could have had i know we really screwed the pooch on that one didn't we yeah we'll, we'll talk soon all right see you guys
0: thanks bye